Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hoxtetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to see important status updates. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Hello, all you aliens out there in the Planetary Union. Uh, Welcome to the official The Orville Podcast with me, your captain, Captain Greggy Hochsteller. Of course, we've always got first mate Miranda. Miranda, hello. Oh, hey. uh, Happy Arbor Day. Uh, We've got first mate Tim Treese. And happy Arbor Day to you, my good friend, Greggy. (laughs) (laughs) And don't show off. And then we've got... um, (laughs) Our our alien expert, and also we decided last week, also first mate, uh, Kevin O'Brien. <laughs> uh, I'm Sean Connery. Happy Arbor Day. <laughs> oh. That was a treat from uh, from Scotland. <laughs> the game is on. Yes, yes, yes. Give the golden boy to Tim, Greggy. <laughs> no, give it to Kevin. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, Kevin wasn't here last week because he was busy practicing that impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I was in the Bahamas, and just that's where you go to sort of hone those impressions, you know, because you're surrounded by all these island accents, so you can really the Scottish is much the Sean Connery is much more distinguished, and it's close to Jamaica, which is where Ian Fleming wrote a lot of those books. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this week to really get us in the mood, get us, you know, really energized and ready to talk about our favorite show, The Orville, uh, we would have a little segment where we talk about our new favorite song. Uh, last week, we didn't really get a chance to talk about it that much, but we heard this amazing song. So I was like, this week, let's let's uh, all just decide on what song we want to listen to. Uh, at the beginning of the show, what song we want to talk about. And uh, when I brought that up in the pre-show meeting, um, I said, okay, what song do we want to talk about? And, you know, just like in unison, we all said, Feel It by Alex Arbor. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> because we loved it so much. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, so I, I've broken this up into a few different bits so we can talk about it real quick. Uh, just because it didn't get its due last week. Uh, we all love the song so much. Uh, so here we go. Okay, this is quieter than I thought. <laughs> well, we all know the song already, so. Back to my bed, but we know you'll go back, back to him instead. Back to him instead. Back to him instead. Yeah. Just, it, that gets you right into it because it's like it's kind of a st- song with a story, you know. You know, the, mm-hmm. this girl she, she's going off and uh, getting with other guys, but he, she always comes right back to the main man, Alex Arbor. I feel I yeah. feel like Alex 
Alex is kind of channeling uh, Orville, you know, <laughs> and and he's talking, he's singing about Kelly, you know. Oh, oh wow, Kev. Or, or oh. some version of that. I, I don't. I don't know if I've got that completely right, but uh, you know, he's kind of thinking like, or like maybe Alex is saying, "You're uh, Kelly's going to go back to Orville," or maybe he's being Orville and he's thinking about the reptilian, the reptil, reptipsian, <laughs> the blue guy. Yeah. For sorry, sorry. <laughs> Oh, the blue guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was speaking. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. You're I'm an alien just, expert. Yeah. Yeah, you got to dumb down your vocabulary for us. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know how many ways I, I tried to say it for you guys, but <laughs> I just I was walking the other day and I was like, man, what, what is that? It was I had only listened to the song once before, and then my brain was just like, Mac Damon's dead. I was like, what is this song that's in my head? And then I realized that that's what it is. It just, it's one of those infectious songs. That mm-hmm. happened to me, too, except it was with, um, uh, I know that you like to ride it. Like, yeah. What was it? Wait, you, you guys forgot that you listened to this song? Earlier? No, 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 no. It was just no, like, just, uh, I was super effed up at the time. You were humming it and you were thinking, <laughs> I don't know what this. Was, what I'm I was, uh, no, I was trying to listen to a different song, and this other thing kept popping into my head. Oh. I was just like, I, I know this is what I should be listening to. You could, uh, yeah, you, you could say that you were trying to listen to a song, but you kept going back to him instead. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> This is the only part I don't really get about the song. Like, ride what? I think just like ride out the wave until he's going to go back to him. Train. Oh, oh, metaphorical. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's an artist. He's like a more like a poet than I think most of the songwriters that maybe we're used to hearing. Mm-hmm. See, I thought that they had like a relationship that was uh, kind of long distance, and she had to get on a train or a bus, and she really loved the commute. She enjoyed the commute, and she liked to ride it. And mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a little more interesting um, than riding a wave. Um, <laughs> Is metaphor. It? It's a little more innocent than that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, I had a theory too, um, and it was that uh, right. that she what? liked to, uh, you know, that other thing, that, that third thing that you ride, uh, uh, horsey uh, rides. That she's into horsey uh, rides. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Could be. Seems like maybe maybe mine's more likely, but <laughs> maybe maybe she likes to ride on on the Orville. Oh! <laughs> That's why he sent it to us. Mm-hmm. That, okay. Yeah, Very... he knew he could tell that this was the kind of music we liked, so he sent it to us. He could tell because uh, we have very similar tastes in music. When he said we have similar tastes in music. He <laughs> meant that we both like music about the Orville. 
Is there any risk that uh, we're bringing back this thing that we talked about like an hour and a half into episode three at the top of an episode and maybe people don't know what we're talking about? Well, I assume everyone has listened to the song by now. I mean, we played like the whole thing in the episode last week, <laughs> so they all know it. It's got to be a hit. Look, if, they, if they don't know it, they know it now. <laughs> like, we just played it. They shouldn't know yeah. it. Yeah, you're already calling your radio station and requesting it if you so. You know, put down Alex your phone. Marble. Just it's wait. Called... Wait, wait, hold up. Oh. Wait like an hour and 30 minutes. Finish the podcast, <laughs> then call. We'll play it at the end of the podcast, okay? <laughs> yeah, maybe like every 15 minutes or so of the show, we should just take a break and play the song again. <laughs> just for the listeners. Do you think Alex Arbor would let us use this as our theme song for the podcast? Mm. that's a good question I, I wonder if alex at any point will feel that maybe we're <laughs> riding his wave a little too hard you know oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well i mean we do a podcast he you know dm'd us specifically on the uh, the podcast twitter i think he knows that we're gonna play this song on the podcast i think that's his idea like, not that he needs our publicity or whatever, but he just thought, eh, you know, I'll do this for the people. You know, any way I can be an antenna for Alex and his music, every 15 minutes, every five minutes, <laughs> just on a loop, we quit, whatever, you know? Kev, Kev, if you, Kev yeah. Yeah, we, t- we talked about the alien anatomy stuff. You got to dumb it down for us. What What is this antenna stuff? I know you're an alien expert, but... <laughs> Okay, um, you know that thing that comes out of Yafit? <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's um, they use them on the I think they use them on the show. Um, uh, I, I don't. Okay, you guys, uh, we can't talk about this anymore. I gotta hear another clip. Here we go. We fight, we scream, you swing for the fence. I'll just fuck you till you come to your senses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to him instead. Back to him instead. Back to him instead. Oh, man. Then back to the chorus. Okay, it probably is the Orville, but I kind of think maybe now... When he says he he'll, she likes to ride it, it might be a dick. Because he's going to you know beat it Whoa. up and fuck her and stuff. You mean like she, she thinks he's a jerk? Could be that, but I was thinking like his actual literal dick. Like she wants to have sex with him. You know what? I'm hearing what, it now. I'm hearing it now. I don't, could, you, could you like explain a little bit more? I don't think I'm quite... I don't I really know where you're coming from. I thought beat it up was a... Kelly reference from last episode. (laughs) Yeah, she gets punched like every episode, so yeah, that could be it. (laughs) Okay, you guys are probably right. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be gross. They play baseball? Something about swing for the swing for the fences? (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Maybe it's like his coach that he's mad about. I just love the way the uh I just love the way he the notes he hits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, Alex Darbo is just one of those guys who could sing the phone book and I'd listen. To 
you know, come to your seances. That's what I tell my my uh, my girlfriend sometimes. <laughs> and wow. <laughs> You might think at first that maybe he got lost in where he was for a second there, and <laughs> he has to hurry to and go back to him instead. Like he, he, but I don't think that's the case. Um, if if you folks at home have any ideas about what they might have been talking about, you think I'm right about you know the sex thing? Probably not. I I am backing off on that actually. But if you think the other people are right, uh, just give us a call seven seven five two eight five six two two four and let us know what you think. Um, I forgot to say that earlier, but here we go. My last clip. Here we go. Designer drugs, designer drugs. Designer drugs, designer drugs. All up in her nose. Oh, this is the rest of the song, by the way. I couldn't. It's so good from here out. Designer drugs, designer drugs. All up in her nose. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh my god, I'm so okay. pumped now. Designer drugs. <laughs> <laughs> way, it plays quiet and then loud, like Designer drugs, designer drugs, designer drugs. Come back to me. <laughs> He's got the rock star thing down. Hell yeah. What? Well, I, I do have a question. I'm not as like hip as Alex Arbor is. Which ones are designer drugs? Well, anything that the Arbor, uh, the Orville can make. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anything the Orville can manufacture, as you see, those are the designer drugs. So I'm. I'm 100% in with this. This is Orville related. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was saying design her drugs. Oh. oh like, like Dr. Dr. Claire is designing her drugs in the, in the doctor place. <laughs> She's going to poison and kill Yafid for constantly sexually assaulting her. <laughs> <laughs> Which this episode, there is a moment with Yafid where it's questionable what he's doing. But yeah. uh, we'll talk about that later, yeah. Ooh, just such a high coming off of that. Wow. But so, yeah, what do we think? Do we want to try and make this our theme song of the podcast? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We should request, we, we should request he do a version of it where he's more explicit about the Orville parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be really good. We should, no, we should like get a... Okay, I think we should get a... Price quote from Alex Arbor for a for a custom Orville themed song, you know, more explicit Orville themed song, and then we should probably start a GoFundMe so we can. So we can get. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take a it's gonna take a lot of listener help, but um, I think we can get it. I think we reached season. Uh, his quote his quote's gonna be high. Um, 
Yeah. I, I think if anything, maybe we can get him, because it fits him in the name, just have him do like a quick, Happy Arbor Day! <laughs> yeah, Alex, if you just want to call in, leave it on the voicemail, buddy. I mean, w- one thing that we could offer him to lower the monetary price is we could change Happy Arbor Day to Alex Arbor Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, forever? <laughs> forever? Well, we just have to say we're going to do it, and then once he records for us, we can stop, because we already have the song. Hey, if we can get the rest of the world to buy in and have an Alex Arbor Day instead of a regular Arbor Day, where every Alex Arbor Day, they plan a bunch of Alex Arbors. <laughs> it's not... It's... <laughs> So you say happy Alex Harbor Day? <laughs> On Alex Harbor Day. Or you just exclaim Alex Harbor no, Day. No, I want I know I want I want Arbor Day to be changed the holiday to be changed to Alex Harbor Day and instead of trees they focus on Alex Harbor and the, the okay. one thing when we say when, when we say Alex Harbor Day and somebody else says you got wood saying like Alex's music was so sexual that he got turned on by the same bet. God damn. God damn. Yeah, he likes to say god damn in his music. I've I've heard a couple of his other songs. That's like his favorite swear, I think. Um the, the one thing I do wonder why is why is the song called Feel It? Um it, the, they never really say that in it or anything. I guess you're just you you feel the emotions that he has. Yeah, I think it's like a direction to you, the listener. <laughs> Where did the backing track come from? If you watch the video, like there's no band or anything. I guess he must do that separately. He's probably one of those one person bands. Like he does everything and puts it together at the end. I think he is. I think he's so talented that he he does it all. Mm. Yeah, kind of like the the Mary Poppins guy, you know, where he's got the whole. Like drum in front and the, mm-hmm. you know, things on his shoes and <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, in his head, you know, yeah, I get what you mean now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I well, think he does all at once. Is yep. what I'm saying. <laughs> so now we're all hyped about this song. Now we can take that into, you know, I was talking about the Orville episode five. This one was called oh, yeah. Priya, and it was named Priya. after yeah. Well. We'll get into who it was named after, but she's not such a good person. I'll just say that right now. Well, I think you're just jealous. (laughs) I don't know. I think you you got goo goo eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So when the episode starts, they're watching Seinfeld on the bridge of the uh, Orville. And again, it's, you know what? I think what happened is like, there's a, a stretch of 300 years or so. Where like nobody like the the all the hard drives that had all the stuff that was you know all the new pop culture during that time somehow got erased or something like it got lost somehow and we just have the stuff from now that's the only pop culture stuff that we have four hundred years from I, now I think it's ju- I think it's just like it's that or it's like cyclical just like every three hundred years they forget like. Like I, you read about like how in the 1900s they always are talking about you know um, the Nina, the Pinta, you know, and Santa Maria <laughs> and Columbus and 
you know, Magellan. They were talking, you know, they were wrapped up in those times back then, you know? Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back if, when? If you, what? Wait. Well, and then every, like, 400 years, so, like, you know, in the 1900s, uh, they would, you know, they would reference stuff from the 1500s, you know? Okay. Mm. Yeah, okay. and, like, okay. now it's all 1600s, and we really don't talk at all about the 1718 and 1900s. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of resets every 400 years. Because wait, later, wait, later in, Kev, yeah. Kev, that doesn't make any sense. We talk about that stuff all the time. Okay, you're right, you're right. <laughs> but I thought that was just us. I, I'm kind of, you know, we're kind of like shut-ins and we don't really see much of the outside. I gotta I, I got say, and don't hate me for saying this, we're all kind of nerds. Yeah. <laughs> we're all a little nerdy. <laughs> I I did play a sport once, but yeah, mm, we are a bit of nerds. <laughs> I'm uh, into sports, but like nerdy. Like I'm into the stats and the strategy, you know, yeah. and the athleticism Ooh. just kind of in the way. Yeah, I kind of just like my all my posters are of coaches. <laughs> <laughs> my dream, my dream would be a football game with with no players, and it's just a debate between coaches about what they would <laughs> yes. would do. Yes, yes. Have the coaches play a video game. <laughs> the coaches should just play video games. Yeah, I think we did it. We in an Orville episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think we fixed uh, score- sports. <clears throat> All right. Uh, well, uh, you know, ever hey, since somebody... ever since 2025, because of the brain damage, uh, we are more <laughs> civilized now, and we only play video games. We do Bill Belichick and uh, and uh, the Pete Carroll, and they play a video game. And uh, I'm President Obama for my. <laughs> My eighth term. <laughs> you guys are so good at that um, Sean Connery impression. Great job. Uh, then they're watching that. That that kind of uh, explains the the concept of jokes and humor to Isaac, uh, which they get into more later on. Oh, I just thought it was brilliant to include a clip from what's recognized as like one of the funniest TV shows of all time just to invite that comparison to the Orville <laughs> so that we could all watch it and say, yeah, this is, this is funnier than that. This is even funnier than that was. He's, he's hearing all of the internet chatter about like, Oh, does the Orville finally dethrone Seinfeld and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Jerry and um, Seth must hate each other, blah, blah, blah. And there's all this Twitter nonsense. And he's going like, no, we're fans of each other, you know? Yeah. I love Seinfeld. I, I feel he's kind of stoking the flames. He's kind of saying, "Yeah, I'll put you in my show, and I'll and I'll then I'll beat you doing your same thing." You know. So one thing that I didn't totally get <laughs> was uh, why they chose that clip. Because from a plot perspective, all they needed to do was introduce the concept of practical jokes, mm-hmm. and it didn't have oh. any. Pra- they were like, "It's because." So this is humor, and they were like, "Yeah, it's humor." Like, for example, let me do a practical joke on you. I mean, it's specifically, I think, because they were they had to be like, it's it's funny when uh, medical procedures go wrong and people are hurt. Mm. So that later, you know, I don't I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a there's a callback to that later. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get that. Yeah, he takes it extremely literal. The uh, the concept of a practical joke. That's a robot for you. Which which Isaac is not one of, by the way, I know. 
Sorry. <laughs> but the, the Seinfeld episode is interrupted because we find out that uh, Captain Charlize Theron is in trouble. Oh, no, she's a mining captain and her mining ship is going to go right into the friggin' sun. Uh, so they have to go and save her. And of course, the team that goes down to this uh, mine that's about to go into the sun is the captain of the ship, the head of security, and uh, the best uh, pilot on the ship. It's always, you know, the the bridge team that goes out to any of this stuff. Yeah, well, you put your, put your best foot forward. And if they were to die there, then of course the rest of the ship would want to die. So let's make that a fact. <laughs> I, I thought they were going to introduce an elite, like a totally separate new group, an elite team that goes in and specifically. I was so so excited for a whole new group of characters, you know. There are hundreds of people on this ship. We <laughs> yeah. never see any of them. There's got to be someone dedicated to that, you know? Yeah. The Orville's version of SEAL Team 6, and then they get an awesome spinoff of their own where they're like, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, would, it would be no jokes. It would be just so dark and twisted. It would be awesome. It would yeah. be David Boreanaz. <laughs> Channing sure. Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he comes to TV. We can do this later, but I want to know what would be your Orville SEAL Team 6. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to do it later, though. <laughs> yeah, let's do it like maybe four episodes later. <laughs> okay. we, we were supposed to talk less about this. So this time we don't have the time. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think he brings Alara with him just so he can do the old "open this jar of pickles for me" thing. Uh yes. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was. I like that. That was exactly what you guys referenced in the last episode. So. This is the, the third time that line has shown up, right? Yeah. I think last week we talked about how it was the second time. There's been five episodes, and so far it's happened in three of them. you got to have a catchphrase. This is one for the book. This is a classic. Yeah. You know, if this, if this Alex Arbor deal falls through, then we can change, instead of Happy Arbor, we can do... You want to open this jar of pickles for me, Greggy? <laughs> to say hello on the show. Oh, oh. Okay, that so sounds he just, good. He just said... <laughs> Wait, I, wouldn't I say it to you, though? Oh, yeah. Wait, which, if you're the captain, which one of us is the head of security? Well, Miranda, of course. Yeah. Did we already talk about this? <laughs> no, but no, I think it's just but... a natural, natural fit. Yeah, that's just okay. obvious. Okay. <laughs> the one that's really yeah. strong and could open everything for us. That's who'd be in the head of security. I see you as kind of the Isaac, uh, the uh, or the or the Bordis. Look, wait, what? I might be. I might be all three of those. <laughs> <laughs> Tim is obviously the Isaac. Let's be real. No, that's here. What I, that's that what has I said. come up before. I know. <laughs> I said. I, said. I... <laughs> I said Tim. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm Isaac. Greggy. Are you the Orville though? Well I, Of I course know. you are. I think Oh wow, good. I was worried. <laughs> and I was gonna even say I think Greggy should do more yelling at us because that's what the Orville likes to do. <laughs> <laughs> this is an this is an official warning that's going on your record Alara. Don't you know I take things serious all the time? 
Um, if we if we want Gregory to start yelling at people more, then we gotta decide who's the Kelly. Well, you, well, you, only you, one of us doesn't have a person. Sign me up <laughs> if it gets me with the Orville. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I want to be Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so they, they save, uh, Captain Charlize. They, they make it out in time, just in time. Uh, the, the meteor goes straight into the sun and, uh, they almost get pulled into the sun, but, uh, John Lamar hits them with a tractor beam, pulls them back out of the gravity. And, uh, I, I got to talk about this plot point real quick. So oh, sure. I've seen a lot of people on the forums talking about how, it doesn't make sense that they're flying away and then suddenly the gravity like turns on and they get caught. That's true now, but it's not fair to apply 2017 physics to 2400. They might have changed the way physics works. So I'm just saying that's possible. It's impossible well, now, but it's possible then, maybe. With the introduction of the wormhole later in the uh, a stabilized wormhole later in the episode, it's you know anything's game you know in the world of physics. There are no rules for what can happen in this show, and I mean that in a good way. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, so immediately th- they save uh, Captain Charlize, and the captain invites her to a cocktail party that was planned <laughs> beforehand and has always been you know, going to happen at this time. What would that cocktail party have been like if she wasn't there? Like, just people that work together all the time are just, you know, drinking drinks in his in his quarters? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's would you, not, would you not want that? You don't want to hang out with the Orville? What are you saying? You well, it would be fun. In his room? You get to be in his room. True. Well, I was just thinking because, like, everybody was just hanging out and watching TV in the bridge. Like, just a minute ago, like, why is it in his room? I guess because that's really cool and fun. Well, it's like his house, you know? Like, it's like his equivalent of, like, his house, right? Mm-hmm. His apartment or something like that. So, yeah. you know, he's like, he's hosting it. You know, doing it at the bridge, that's more of a communal space. So, you know, this is more like personal get to know me and each other in my space. So, I, you know, I, 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 it makes sense to me. Yep. Uh, well, before they get to the actual cocktail party, Malloy makes Isaac be a Mr. Potato Head. Nah. <laughs> and he didn't notice him. him doing it. Um, he puts <laughs> all these pieces on him. We, we find out that Isaac doesn't see like we expect him to out of his eyes. He like has internal sensors and the eyes are just decoration. Mm-hmm. What were the Mr. Potato Head pieces? How were they attached to him? I think they're magnetic, but I don't know. I don't know what kind of metal um, Isaac is made of, um, so I don't know about its magnet magnetic properties. Could have so just I can't been like be... like poster putty or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. double double sided tape. Hmm, <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Was anybody else like uh, kind of attracted to Isaac when he had the face? <laughs> <laughs> You know, was, he had that mustache. He was looking good. His big eyes. I was I was thinking about, you know, the face and then the scene last episode where we <laughs> got a good view of his butt. It, it was uh, putting those two things together. At the cocktail party, uh, Captain Orville and Priya, like it turns out they have a lot of things in common. They come from the same place on Earth. 
and uh, he's he's making goo goo eyes at her. He tries to claim he's not making goo goo eyes. Some people say they didn't notice it, but I noticed the goo goo eyes. <laughs> but also, mm-hmm. I noticed Kelly seemed to be getting a little jealous. Ugh. A, a little. <laughs> dang, dang near whole episode, uh, you know, hinged upon her being a real jealous, you, you know. <laughs> say I, no, say it. I, you know, you know what I, you know what we say. You know what the, sh- you know what the show says. <laughs> Listeners, if you know, call in 775-285-6224 and scream that into the voicemail, please. <laughs> Just Why one word. Call? Why don't pe- people never call? <laughs> I would call. I did call. I, you did. We all did. Yeah. We I, have to th- talk to play this episode. Oh, yeah. I'll shut up. <laughs> I, I, I spent $400 on my call. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh... Captain Orville gives uh, Priya a tour around the ship. They go to engineering for some reason. And uh, we almost find out what Yafit does in that scene. Because uh, he is in engineering for some reason. And uh, he he comes to the head of engineering guy, that that big guy. And he's uh, he's like, he gives him some kind of a report. But you, you can't quite tell what he does there in engineering. Well, it was a, a great... This show is so sexy. It's like... Um... What's that show? Mad Men. It's just like a sexy show. <laughs> because she walks in and he goes, uh, Mr. Head of Engineering, this is uh, Priya. And then he goes, and then some. Yeah. Which is just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> and he kind of does another line building on it. I don't remember what it was. But he continues like the sexual harassment of this new person on the ship. But then he he clears it all up by going, "Ah, just kidding. I'm I'm a chief engineer or whatever." <laughs> he's, like, I, he's like, "I wouldn't sexually harass you." <laughs> I'm and a man again. in power. I wouldn't. I wouldn't harass him. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I know you. I know it feels like I just did, but <laughs> because I am the the chief of engineering, I did not. <laughs> I took it as. I took it as he's doing her a favor of cutting the tension of saying, look, let's just get a quick sexual harassment out of the way. <laughs> and then, you know, you know, it's not coming again because I'm a professional. Like, look, you're hot. I want to sexually harass you. Yada, yada. OK. <laughs> and then Yafit. Seth coming through. And then Yafit, he uh, he says uh, he also finds her attractive and uh, he doesn't even usually like white women. Oh, which was a really interesting line. He then also sh- shakes hands with her, but the appendage is the same as the penis appendage he did to uh, uh-huh. the doctor. I, th- I thought that was actually supposed to be his penis. <laughs> I think that that was some the way she looked at her hand, you know, after after shaking with him, that seemed kind of suggestive. Yeah, she had that look on her face, like, "Can I just give that guy a hand job?" <laughs> Um, I just got a hand job. Yeah, I do give this guy a hand job. Yeah, I think uh, the in the closed captioning it actually said that, um, it, like internally. Did I just give this guy? <laughs> yeah. So I think Yafit probably does something in the in the pipes there in engineering. Who knows? Really, that's yeah. That one's still the main theory. Yeah. Um, Kelly gets very suspicious. And talks Alara into going and searching in Priya's quarters. They find a little rectangle in under her bed. 
you know, Priya comes and catches them in the act, and they're like, oh, we were scanning for radiation. But then the ship is under attack, um, and they're in a dark matter storm. Tim, <laughs> what, what, are the, what are the chances? You're the numbers guy. What are the chances that you would get into a dark matter storm in space? Yeah. Well, uh, let me just say this. In 2017, we're not even aware of such a thing as a dark matter storm. So that tells you how rare they are. That, as far as we know, that is just a three nonsense words put together. <laughs> That's how rare they are. But I will say that if you run the numbers and you look at the theory, then um, reconfiguring the weapons to put out an atomized energy is the correct way to deal with that. <laughs> just the theory does hold up. It is. It'll give you a clear view of all of the... Uh dark matter storm yep but luckily priya has uh had experience with this before uh the captain puts her in charge of getting him out of it but in the midst of all, all this uh this dark matter storm uh drama that they lose communications it's completely down mm -hmm. um but uh that doesn't stop the captain for from taking priya out on a date to the holodeck where they go to this weird planet and they're just sitting on a cliff uh, in, in one of the, the most heavily green screen scenes in the whole show. Uh, it looks extremely <laughs> fake. What? But, but, well, it but is fake. What? It is fake. What? It, it basically is a green screen. In well, he, he even says they can't. it doesn't do it justice. So he's kind of saying, you know, we don't have the, the proper technology on the ship. It's not the show's fault. It's, yeah. you know, the ship's technology. Um, you so so Greggy cut out for me for a second, and it just came in when it said like one of the most unrealistic CGI sequences, and I did not know. Like I was like that could be like six different scenes in this episode. I don't know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was. That could have been the the asteroid hunt. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the dark matter storm. Uh, when they the, go through the black hole. Yeah, the, the any Willy scene Wonka. with the outfit in it. <laughs> <laughs> We have um, to cut this. <laughs> <laughs> but they kiss in the holodeck and then, you know, <laughs> jump cut to, wow, they totally just boned down in in the captain's quarters. And we're just like, ooh, you lucky lady. So I really love this scene or the scene leading up to it where he was like, um, we should take this slow. I, you know, just got out of a marriage and I'm not really ready for this. And then they just jumped, and you're thinking, like, what? Captain Orville not going what? for that, you know, not going to 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 pound that pipe? Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, not taking her to the boom, boom room. <laughs> right. right. It, like, she wasn't going to ride it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not so... Gotcha. She's already on the Orville. Uh, oh, I get it now. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and then they, they do that beautiful jump cut where it's like, just kidding, men don't have feelings. They only <laughs> will have sex with anything that wants to have sex with them, especially if it's hot. I one, mean... thing, one thing I found pretty unrealistic was when he said that that was the first time he'd slept with someone since his marriage. And we know it's been exactly one year <laughs> plus the you know time of the few episodes that we've seen since then. And that doesn't like like the Orville's not gonna go that long without without smashing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with three hundred people on the ship, one <laughs> of them one of them's gotten so like gotten that special trip to the captain's quarters. You know, you know, you know what I imagine, and 
it's one of those things that it's so vivid in my mind. I don't know if it happened or if it was a fan fiction or if I just made it up. But it's Cat Morvell and Alara in his quarters, and he can't get his pants off because it's too tight. And then he goes, "Hey, Alara, want to open this jar, jar of pickle for me?" Oh God! <laughs> no, yeah, I think we all had that same vision of. <laughs> Right? It looks like we all had the same dream. Yeah. Yeah. We were all there. I think that happened. I think that was on the show. It must have happened. <laughs> BTS. Mm. I mean, that means behind the scenes. <laughs> oh. I thought it meant bang time, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the only moments where I'm sort of sad that this show is just on Fox instead of being, you know, streaming like that Star Trek show or whatever. Because if we could have gotten like a full, you know, full nudity scene with Seth MacFarlane, <laughs> like that's the only thing that could make this show even better, you know? Yeah, just even just the butt, a nice butt, a nice butt shot. Yeah, yeah that'd th- be I, fine. if this show were on like Cinemax or something, I, I, it, there would be potential to explore some some un- uncharted territory. <laughs> I, I think. I think if you saw Seth MacFarlane's butt, and this is kind of my pitch to be a writer on the show, just to, so someone says, that's the best moon I've seen in all of Andromeda. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have a, a, a Google alert set up, and I can't believe no one has made an Orville porn parody yet. Can you believe that's true? Can you believe that? I. Uh, it no, exist. I frankly I can't. I I I can't believe that that's true. It's, it's up just... to it's up to us. <laughs> <laughs> Greggy, you're Orville. I'm <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> oh geez, yeah, this sounds great actually. I um, except for I I have been uh, thinking, you know, the Orville Isaac with the uh, potato head parts. <laughs> that's my scene. I want to see. Uh, so they're back on the bridge Uh, Gordon comes in but where does this leg go he doesn't have a freaking leg oh yeah oh my god we're only at this this (laughs) that was a good part that was good yeah that That was was good that was funny Um, he didn't have a a leg Uh, it was a a good prank like it was interesting because sorry so (laughs) you should explain what happened but then I have a take yeah, Gordon was sleeping. Oh, yeah, we actually see Gordon in his bed. Like, he goes to get up, and he falls over because Isaac has stolen his leg. Um, He hops to the bridge, and it's like, you sick bastard, you stole my leg. Where's my leg? And Isaac said, oh, I, I hid it somewhere, Uh, and now you have to go find it. Uh, Yeah, I, I have to say, uh, it was a very interesting prank because... At first, I was like, oh, my God, they cut off his leg. I guess he really did take this prank thing too far. And then it turns out that there's no um, consequence to that at all. Right. The doctor can just, like, regrow him a leg. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, then that is a good prank. And he, there's nothing, there's literally nothing to be upset about here. Yeah, yeah it, it seemed like he, it took, like, two days of him having to lie down to recover, which it's not that bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And later, you know, well, I don't want to get in, but so I won't. 
Well, the way they're talking, it seems as though if he knew where the leg was, like it would be an instant fix. Like she would be able to just put mm-hmm. it straight back on. Um, but they decide the easier thing to do than look for the leg or make Isaac say where the leg is, is for him to go get a new one grown. Uh, so that's what they end up doing. We find out that when they were in engineering, Priya had put that rectangle thing into just some spot in engineering. Like, uh, they can't get it out. They would have to blast it out. Uh, so Isaac goes to pull it out of there, but that makes him blow up. Um, that was the second time I cried. The first was when <laughs> Gordon lost his leg, and I thought, oh, no, this is permanent. Luckily, they cleared that up. But when Isaac was gone, I cried. I almost cried when Alara, when I thought Alara died, but I definitely cried when Isaac got killed. Mm-hmm. So Isaac is dead forever. Um, then we find out what is going on. Priya is from the future. She's a bad future girl who came to steal the ship. Because they were supposed to have died in the Dark Matter storm. So, is she bad? No, she's not bad. She's actually fine because she was going to save them and take them to the future to live. It seems like the the main part of making the story for an Orville episode is to think of like a moral dilemma and then to come up with all the reasons why, I I don't know, to like explain it away. Like, uh, (laughs) she's come to steal the ship, but actually she's good because she was going to save them. But they don't want to live in the future, so she's bad. But and like in the last one, like it, we have to do gender assignment surgery on this baby. But that that's like what we do on our planet. We have a different culture, you know. It's it's like every single one. Uh, Seth comes up with this problem, and then he works backwards from there. Mm-hmm. 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 But was she bad in this one? I mean, I'm not sure she was good or bad. <laughs> Shout out to my old podcast. Is it good? Is it bad? Do you like the beats? Do you hate your dad? Es malo, es bueno. Do you dislike plastic, but you love tornadoes? Come on, we got the answer. We got the answer. We got the answer. What, what, what? Good or bad? Good or bad? Good or bad? Good or bad? Um, but they, you know, the whole issue in this, uh, the whole issue in this, like, you know, like you said, they have normally have some sort of, um, philosophical question. And, and I think this one's about time travel, but, and like altering time and if that's right, but they really kind of, you know, they, they go more for like a relationship and, uh, jokes in this one than they do the whole, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. they Questioning. So this is a little more. I feel like this is this episode is definitely more on the Seth MacFarlane letting loose side than it is on the um, you know Star Trekky side. Well, I think she is bad because she lied to Captain Orville. That is bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes okay. him really mad at her, and he makes him think she didn't really love him. But I, I think she did because how can you not? And mm-hmm. uh, she she wants him to go to the future with her. And be a, her future husband or whatever. Um, so she did. So there was a part where they were like, why didn't you just do this if, if you're <laughs> like of unlimited power? And she was like, well, I'm not a criminal. I'm a businesswoman and I like creature comforts. And then, oh, she said, um, she said something to him. She was like, uh, thank you for all the 
Ah, does anyone remember the line? It was a really good line that she revealed that she had sex with Cat Morville. And it made it seem like the only reason she did most of what she did was to have sex with Cat Morville. <laughs> yes, yeah, she says something like, um, oh, I really joined uh, the comforts or something, and that's yeah. not all. Something like that. that. Um, I think it was good because it's like up until then I was like, well, why did she do this? Like she just wants the stuff from the ship. It's like 400 years old or like what would be the point? But it makes a lot more sense if her motivation is to have sex with Captain Orville because I think we would all time travel 400 years mm. to do that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They, the, the cash she gets from the business deal is really just a cherry on top of that Orville pie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and she popped his... Post-marriage oh, yeah. cherry <laughs> pie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you can take that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they go to the future through the wormhole, uh, and it's, whoa, those are graphics were really cool. Much better than that planet, I gotta say. No, it was fine. Uh, <laughs> they get to the future, and a tentacle alien wants to buy the Orville. Uh but it turns out Isaac is in the wires and he saves the day. Uh, Kelly and Captain Charlize Theron have a big fist fight, but it's kind of like off to the side. Like no one is, <laughs> <laughs> no one is trying to stop this fight in any way or anything. It's just watch her. <laughs> yeah. They watch her be like beaten up. <laughs> yeah. It's like 300 verse one. And uh, like Kelly, you can handle this. <laughs> <laughs> And Charlize Theron gets like really bloody. Like her mouth is like full of blood oh, after yeah. this fight. <laughs> yeah. This this shows the casualty with which this show treats violence against women is uh, seriously it's staggering that it's on like <laughs> broadcast television. In every episode there's women just getting destroyed and it's not bad. They, it's like a normal thing. They know what thing. we want to see. They know what we want to see and they give it to us. After the fight, Charlie's uh, mentions how, or I think she's she's trying to talk uh, Captain Orville and is still trying to talk her, him into coming with her. She's like, "This woman cheated on you." And it just every episode we got to go back to that. We got to bring that back. She went. Sorry, I remember this very well. She uh, she was like, "That was a sucker punch. You sucker punched me. I wouldn't expect any more from a woman who cheats on her husband." Right, yeah. And then Kelly turns around and goes, you told her. Wait, oh, and this I legitimately didn't understand. She goes, you told her. And then Captain Norville goes, um, uh, no, she's from the future. She knows everything. And then Kelly goes, but it's the past. And I didn't understand why that was like a counter argument to what. Like, she knows a lot about them because she's from the future. Did anyone get that? I, you know, I had a similar issue, but you know, you kind of just gotta trust these guys. Yeah, you gotta trust. Yeah, them. I just think like just because we didn't get it, are you trying to say that they were wrong? That the writers of the no. show were oh, wrong? Oh no, of course not. I'm trying <laughs> okay. to say that I'm dumb. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we're all dumb. We all didn't get that. We're all dumb. Like it's be beyond so, me. I must be so dumb because that. I'm thinking about it, and it doesn't make sense. That's how because dumb it must be. The best way I can think is that she's saying it happened in the past. So, you know, man, just go with it, man. <laughs> I think this episode is like that movie Primer or whatever, where 
the the tra- time travel stuff is so good you have to watch it like six seven times to really unravel how everything works <laughs> especially coming up when the, the captain decides he's not going to uh use the teleporter that she brings him well that's separate that's separate i want to come back to that but uh she he decides uh they don't want the wormhole to still be around. Isaac says they can blow it up. Uh, so he blows it up and Captain Charlie's Theron just back to the future is out. Like, why? Why did that happen? I don't understand. Well, they established clear cut rules of time travel. <laughs> yeah. Number one, Kevin? Well, number one, um, everything that happens Yes, will still have happened, but you'll just disappear immediately. <laughs> right. So, like you know, it doesn't re- erase the history of you ever having met, but you will, uh, you know, that person will vanish in front of your eyes <laughs> and go back to who knows where. Maybe she just is, you know, I don't know. I don't, I'm this, the alien expert, not the time travel guy. <laughs> Tim, and, Tim. And this, this is where I have to keep going back to how dumb I am. <laughs> because seriously if you try to write out the timelines, like it just, there's no support for what I can see for whatever happens happening. I'm an idiot because it's like, Oh, cause it's like, she never existed, but then all that stuff still happened. And then it's like, it happened when he blew up the wormhole, which I guess means like, that's the point where I, but it's like the whole chain of events leading up to it had no effect on her existing or not existing yeah. and then she faded out she did like, and that's changed i, well, I just want to be really yeah dumb. i mean i mean i guess my thought was like oh they're gonna use a, they're what they're gonna do so they're gonna close the wormhole and then that means in the future the wormhole won't, won't be there for her to go back and like fuck with the orville so she yeah. won't be on the orville then but then they all would but then if she hadn't done it then they all would be dead well, yeah. it essentially established it established like a multiverse in that moment, which I think was great world building. Oh, yeah, because because exactly like as you said, Miranda, if they hadn't, um, you know, it, the, the you would think for a second he would have, like, you know, had a moment of reflection, thinking, well, if I close this wormhole, do we immediately die? Do we all disappear along with our Orville? Do we die in the uh, dark matter storm? So, it, you know, it, this clearly establishes the multiverse, which Orville obviously knew about uh, or theorized in some way. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they're going to, at one point, we'll explore his quarters more, and there's just going to be a room full of whiteboards that has all these equations written on it. He's like, I figured it out. If we destroy the wormhole, we'll collapse into this multiverse. And, and Isaac walks in, and he's like, oh, my God, I've never seen such mathematics. And, and that's when we find out the true, like, it's not just the looks and the charm. Because I got to say, and look, I know he's awesome. I know he's great. But he, he he's kind of, he's been fucking up lately, right? He's made a, he's made a couple mistakes. But you know what? I, you know, I take that back because I think that uh, – Everything by the end of the episode, everybody was was better off. So they weren't mm. really mistakes. They mm. it was the right decision. Oh, he's on his nine D chessboard. I understand what you're saying. He's levels ahead of everyone. Exactly. Like they seem like mistakes to us because we're not smart enough to understand it. And mm-hmm. surely, for some reason, there's some reason why he couldn't just avoid the entire situation and not go to the dark matter field. There's a reason. It just 
Oh my god, you guys, I bet he uses the teleporter in a future episode. No. no. Well, <laughs> no. Yeah, he says it's a moral thing. Like, we aren't going to use this. We aren't well, like you, Priya. And he puts it in his drawer. Show... But when he when he blows up the wormhole, like she and like all of her clothes and stuff fade away. I assume the teleporter also faded away. Mm. All like, of her clothes and stuff. Well, I'm saying like that didn't that didn't drop. Hey, that didn't drop to the ground. So you have to assume all the stuff she brought with her also faded away. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, those were new clothes. She wasn't wearing the clothes she was rescued in, oh, right? Okay. So oh, okay, never so, mind then. So, well, no, no, I would. Well, no, that's that. Gr- that goes with yours. So I would assume that they would just fall to the floor and her body would fade away. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe when we do our porn porn parody, that's how it'll go. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I destroyed the wormhole and all that disappeared with your clothes. Oh, guess I got to put my worm in your hole. <laughs> Mm. You know what I would love? I would love if if Yafit stole the teleporter and like teleported into the doctor's bedroom while she was asleep and really pushed the limits of what network TV is okay with. But but he has to do it to save her life somehow or something. That's how Seth would write it. Like, he would be sarcastic. He would just be like, well, uh, we're both having a dream right now or something like that. You would say, oh, I get so lost on this ship going through the pipes, you know, I accidentally. <laughs> okay, well, that was the entire episode, I think. I think we got through it. Uh, so it's time to do episode ratings. Uh, Kevin, we missed your rating last week, so we got to go with you first. What do you give this episode? I give this episode... Um, I give this episode one vein... Uh, referenced by Gordon Malloy <laughs> earlier in the episode. Uh, one uh, yeah, well, you know, when he's talking about the Charlize is telling, I'm sorry, Priya is telling uh, them about this alien uh, race that share, uh, shows their genitals, you know, as a greeting. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gordon makes a great joke. Says, I guess, uh, I don't know, You they show you their vein? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he I said. Do, I don't remember this at all. And the way that you're telling it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay. Well, I gave it one vein, one Gordon vein. <laughs> okay, great. Which is pretty good. Okay. <laughs> hey. uh, how about you, Miranda? What do you give this up? Uh, to me, this episode was great, as is as is every episode. They're all equally perfect. So I will give it the same rating that I say that I gave last week, which is still relevant, which is 12 out of 12 punches to a woman's head. (laughs) I think there were that that many, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At least. Um, How about you, Tim? What do you say? I made a new rule for myself that I'm only allowed to give one point, but luckily I have a wormhole in my apartment. So (laughs) I created a time loop and there's actually hundreds of me here, uh, millions of me here. So we give it one point. And if you add all of that up, that's a million points. Wow, that's great. And that's still uh, down from last week. Yeah, it's going to be hard to come back from that one <laughs> followed by 24 zeros number of points. Hey, I just want to clear up uh, my rating earlier. I just uh, took a quick little lesson to the episode. Uh, and uh, what he says is, she describes the alien race that shares that shows the genitals as a greeting, and he says, "Well, if you're a minor, 
I guess that's what you call finding a vein. All right, yeah. Uh, that's good. Okay. That's good. He, he says that really funny joke. And that stuck with me, and so I did have to rewatch it again, but... Okay, so I think I'm going to give it uh, <laughs> one junior mint inside of the surgery guy on the Seinfeld episode, uh, one Yafit hand job, and eight tentacles on the tentacle monster who had eight tentacles, I assume. Uh, so, of course... <laughs> As always, perfect episode. I loved it. Uh, so let's see. Next up, we got to talk about these other podcasts. So be- they keep doing it. They keep making these shows. Uh, I saw this Planetary Union podcast. They have been bribing people with uh, stickers and stuff. If you tweet about their show, oh, how are they? What? How are they going to send you a sticker on Twitter? Doesn't even make sense. I think their scam is that they just send you a picture of these twit these stickers that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and they're they, like, oh, there it is. Go print it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Bullshit. Yeah. So they they keep doing these episodes. I thought instead of like just tearing down all of them every week, maybe we'd just pick one. Uh, so I, I wanted to talk about first of all the Orville podcast. Um, these guys keep tricking stars of the show to be on their podcast. That's messed up. At first, I thought they were tricking them, and the stars were really dumb. And I mean, not not that it's their fault. Like, I mean, these guys have silver tongues, and they can talk you into whatever. Uh, but then I listened to episode three of the Orville podcast, and it is such a rinky-dink operation. Like, uh. It, Bordis was on there. I was so excited to hear Bordis. Oh. And they did such a bad job. It was like, okay. <laughs> uh, he, he's, he's also, you know, he's also taking part in this. He knows what's going on. Um, he's complicit in this crime that's going on. Uh, so it, Bordis, if you want to prove me wrong, just come on the Orville, the officially Orville podcast. We'll talk about it. Um, all will be forgiven then, but for the time being, I have to think that he knows what's going on. Uh, so here, let me just play you. I, I want to give you guys a taste of what this other podcast is like. I want to be fair about it. I'm going to give you the full first three minutes of the Orville podcast. <laughs> okay. And, uh, <laughs> then you'll be able to tell which one is good and which one is bad. Completely industrialized the entire surface. It's amazing they can even breathe. Oh my god, they're under attack! Alara, those are testing zones. What are you talking about? Machlis's primary industry is weapons manufacturers, so they're a little fast and loose with their research and development. They test explosives wherever the hell they want. What the hell are you bastards trying to do? Our deepest apologies, Commander. That testing zone was added this morning 
We neglected to include it in your flight plan. That's great. Thanks for thinking of us. I'm gonna need a pair of pants brought to the landing site. We will have pants waiting for you. He's kidding. No, I'm not. Everybody, welcome to episode three recap of the Oral Podcast. I am your host, Adam, with co-hosts Bruce, Wyatt, and Christopher. And today we have a special guest, and we are going to start off the podcast with an Orville Extra. So we're going to play a clip of that person and then go straight into the questions. Bordis, there's no way in hell I'm doing that. May I ask why not? You have to ask? Because I will not perform a sex change on a perfectly healthy newborn. You ever hear of the Hippocratic Oath? It is my understanding that as a doctor, your duty is to cure illness. Bordis, this is not an illness. Your child was born female. I got news for you. It happens all the time. My world is different than yours. I would hope that you would respect that. I am a union doctor serving on a union ship, and I will not perform a sex change on a newborn infant. Welcome, everybody, to our overall extra, and today we have primetime Emmy winner, Mr. Peter Macon, also known as Lieutenant Commander hey. Bordis. How are you? Welcome to, the, welcome to the Oral Podcast, Mr. Macon. Thank you. That's the, the Orville Podcast. That's what you're listening to if you try to stray away from the official The Orville Podcast. I think it's piracy. Definitely. And and you've and you've heard that and you you just watched the episode you know you want to hear a discussion of it you don't want to just and I want to hear what Bordis has to say. I think any time that any podcast is going on YouTube, finding a video and then playing clips of it <laughs> that are just the entire length of the video, and you can hear everything that was said or perhaps sung, if the case may be, in that video. <laughs> That's a uh, that's um that's just theft from the original creators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, unless you have explicit permission, I like we do. Yeah. Like if somebody if somebody like DM'd you and was like, yeah. please, please do this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you would like my music. <laughs> <laughs> and the other bad thing about the, this show is this episode came out the week of episode three. So people are listening to this thing. Maybe they haven't had a chance to actually watch the show yet. They're getting spoiled out the yin yang. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too soon. You know, if it comes out within five days, it's like, <laughs> duh. People are busy. It's 2017. They're not watching it on Thursday night. They're DVRing it or, or you know, Netflixing it or whatever. And we they're and watching we talk- it. They're watching it 11 days later. You got to give them 12 days. <laughs> and, and we talked about this. It takes at least two days to kind of just recover from the shockwave of each episode. <laughs> that's why I, yeah, that's why I always listen in advance. And I don't just realize that we're supposed to record in one hour. <laughs> the whole thing. I hope you watch. I hope you're watching too and not just listening. to <laughs> No, of course. I want to see all those graphics. It would be fun as it had like an experimental art performance piece thing to record an episode live while it's airing. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Never mind, that would be dumb. <laughs> uh, Way to get ahead of that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm listening to this Orville podcast, listening to these clips, and I'm just saying the lines word for word along with, you know, the clips because I've seen the episode so many times. <laughs> like, why are you playing this on your show? The exactly. best way to do it is, like, maybe make a soundboard on a tablet and just play that <laughs> during the show and confuse people. Or just paste them in later or something. Just tiny little clips. One line. That's what you want. Well, if you're a miner, I guess that's what you call finding a vein. Exactly. And only a true captain would be able to come up with something smart as that. Pound it. <laughs> uh, I also listened to part of episode six, uh, their most recent episode. Of course, it spoiled the hell out of me. Like, it genuinely, <laughs> they talked about the most recent episode, which I haven't seen. Uh, so I know a lot of things that are coming up. Also, they, 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 uh, brag about their download numbers a lot. <laughs> and when I looked on their hosting website, that doesn't seem to be the case, but hey, what do I know? <laughs> well, we, I just checked this morning and, and we got, Eight million downloads on our last episode. Yeah, what more than that? Yeah, Tim. Tim sent me the email, and it was just uh, the subject was uh, number of downloads, and the the body just said had the number eight million right now. So, and then I have it, I have it in writing. Tim and, works for the internet. It's is his job to to know this. Numbers and are his wrong, blood. Fired. Well, and then we got that. We got that email too. We got a lot of emails this week. One from like the Nerdist Network saying like, "Please <laughs> be on our network. Mm-hmm. We could really use a a big show, a one big show, please." Yeah. We might fit on there, as Miranda said. Kind Stitcher Premium. They're trying to get us exclusive, but we don't want to do that. No. no, the money would be nice, of course, but no, it wouldn't be worth it. Like we wouldn't be able to get those big eight million downloads that way. I I would do it if if Seth was charging for the show, but he's not. He's giving it to us for free. You know, all you need is a TV and and two antennas that I talked about earlier. <laughs> yeah. So the Orville podcast: A, stop lying. B, <laughs> stop getting these guests on that you're either tricking. They're they're being dumb, or you are coercing into taking part in your criminal enterprise, mm-hmm. um, and just stop doing your podcast altogether. I'd still like to see where you and I could go. I know where you can go. Where? To hell. You you can go to hell. Is that an expression? It is in my century. I've never heard it. Well, it's it's not good. Okay, so that's other podcasts for this week. Um, next week, we're coming for you, uh, Planetary Network or whatever your name is. Yeah, and and please don't leave any reviews on our podcast because I, uh, I think I may see some reviews that are kind of <laughs> like maybe coming from some of y'all. So, you know, we're not on your Senate putting, even though we, I know what review I can give your podcast, but I'm not going to do it because you're not even worth my time. So, you know, just back off reviewing ours. <laughs> and if you what are... I- if you're listening and you're leaving us a bad review, fuck you, okay? <laughs> when, I, when I think of how much time these other Orville podcasts have spent just, like, thinking about us and being mad about us, 
stewing about it. It's just so pathetic. It's like <laughs> we don't even think about you. We don't spend any time. We don't waste any time. I don't have time to think when I'm spending so much time creating content. You know? Absolutely. And I'm content. Not even, I'm not even mad. Content. <laughs> But all, all you nice, good listeners, upset. I want all you nice, good <laughs> listeners to go leave a review. We got a lot of really nice reviews on there. Um, I didn't open that up to take a look at it for this week. To... I, I, we got. Do you want me to read a new one that we got? Yeah, if you want to read a new one, that would be great, Miranda. It's by Rick Kaka, and this was five stars. And the subject is dead wife, sad face. And it says, "Well, I lost someone very special to me not so long ago. God, how I miss her." Anyways, this show is an informative and entertaining way to spend my hours now that I am so alone. It is hosted by cute, brilliant, and very powerful people. Makes me want to watch the show The Orville. And that's what it's all about. You want you to get over your dead wife. <laughs> we want you to watch The Orville. <laughs> and we're... Demographic right there. <laughs> uh, the best way to leave a review is to... Uh, call 775-285-6224 and dictate your review as you put it in. Um, <laughs> do both at the same time. That's the best way, I think. Uh, so now we need to talk about the Orville on Twitter. Everybody remember to use that hashtag, the Orville. Um, do we have? Did we have any hashtags this week for people to use? Yeah, it was, it was Black Mafia and Oh right, yeah, yeah, Savage Ma- Empire. <laughs> 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 uh, did we think of any new ones this week on this show? Though I don't think so yet. <laughs> Checking the traction now. Keep doing those. Keep doing yeah. those. <laughs> stick to black black mafia stick to savage empire okay. um and this is something controversial i'm about to say um this is has to do with the show as a whole and i'm just wondering what episode we're gonna find out what happened to all the asian and and in the you know like indian people like i just I, i'm waiting for that episode <laughs> There, I, there was an Asian person on one episode of the show, I believe. I believe they had a very handsome Asian man on one episode. And I was like, oh, who's that? And then he's never been on. Well, I, I remember him. Yeah. But, <laughs> okay. but. Why, Kev? Are you wondering for some dumb reason? Like, because it's half of the world's population. <laughs> <laughs> but I want, I want to know the guy. There was some event. come from Earth on this ship, considering that like ninety percent of the people on Earth are on this ship are from Earth, and half the people on Earth are Asian. You think <laughs> that maybe like a couple of them would be? <laughs> when, when you look at, uh, I would like to uh, Hispanic would be nice as well. Um, <laughs> when when you look at like. Uh, when you look at a lot of uh, these movies about the future and stuff, a lot of them incorporate, you know, every race. Um, and so basically Seth is telling us that something has happened and that's what we will find out what, 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 you know, in a future episode, I'm certain of it. I'm absolutely certain of it. So, um, episode one, the, the, uh, research scientist. Yeah. 
I, I was thinking about bringing that up, but I was afraid I was wrong and I didn't want to be racist. <laughs> uh, but I think, yeah, the, the scientist in episode one, I think uh, actually his assistant that got killed with the time beam, wasn't she also an Asian lady? Oh, the hundred year age yeah, space. Think, yes, so, she yeah. was. She was, but she was killed. See, the, there may be a, a lot of accidents happening. I wait, can I, are, are we just like talking about questions that we have about the Orville? Because I have one. Oh, sure. Um, uh, in the first episode, you might you might have forgotten this part. It was way back in the first episode. But in the first episode, uh, Kelly has sex with a blue alien. And oh, no, I remember that part. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, and, and I was just like, uh, I was just thinking um, that was an example of like, oh, people of different species can sleep with each other. And that has never happened on this show. Every couple has been of the same uh, species. And I was wondering... What's up with that? Hmm. So far, that seems to be the case. We haven't met Alara's ex ex boyfriend, Josh. True. True. He might be maybe human. that. Maybe that's what Orville was so mad about. I mean, he says he's like <laughs> with a he says it with a retepsian, and it kind of has that connotation of like this is outside of your species, you know that kind of like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so the Orville on Twitter this week. Uh, first up, we got this guy, Tim Treese, tweeted about the Orville, uh, at TimRules53. He says, sitting down with a nice Tuscan red, about to record at official Orville, hashtag the Orville. Wait a second. <laughs> this sounds Just, very familiar. Uh, need to pour myself a uh, second. Uh... <laughs> Tuscan red. Ooh. And... Uh... Now that's Italia. <laughs> okay, so Muy Toscano. Yeah, not enough Italians on uh on the ship either. <laughs> you know this may sound blunt, but you are the only white woman I've ever found attractive. Uh Naya White at Naya T White says, The drunker I get, the funnier this show is. Hashtag the Orville. Hashtag Whiskey Monday at Chicago, Illinois. What? And a uh Instagram link to the logo of the Orville. I kind of take offense to that one because it, you should not be drunk when you're watching the Orville. You need to be a hundred percent on the ball so that you can get all these great jokes that are being told. The only, the only drunk Orville is that's allowed is wine drunk Orville. This right. has been established. This is canon or, or discussion, you know, discussion of a, uh, you can be a tipsy, a little tipsy oh. when you're talking about the Orville. As long oh, as you don't get too as long as you don't get too out of bounds. The 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 third one that's okay is uh, if you are a guy and you're with your guy friend and your third guy friend leaves his baby with you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Jen Schmidt at Bohemian Jen says at Seth MacFarlane is outstanding with at the Orville. He's the captain we didn't know we needed but are glad to have. Hashtag or the Orville. Hashtag sci-fi. With a picture of uh, Seth MacFarlane. I don't know. He's kind of looking off into the distance. Um, I also wanted to read Bohemian Jen's uh, bio. She's an L.A. mind on the wrong coast. She's a fan of Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman, Smodcast.com, Marvel, GOT, and Sci-Fi. Well, who's who's not? Just tell us something we don't know. I think that is true. Like Seth MacFarlane, Captain Orville, 
we didn't know we needed him, but now that we have him, it's like, what would you do without him? Uh-huh. 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 Scary mm-hmm. thought. Oh. Oh. Guys, what if the show gets canceled? Hey, Tim, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that. I needed that. Thank you. Hey, what fucking podcast are you on, man? <laughs> Are you, on, are you on the Orville will be canceled? Is that what's happening right now? Wait, I've had way too much Tuscan Red. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Last thing I have is a guy on Tumblr, um, Anilesius Manposa. Uh, he says, Star Trek Discovery fans say, guys, oh my God, they said fuck and they have gays and this is the best show. And then this guy says, me on my high horse, in, enjoying another episode of Orville, where they swear sometimes, but don't really need it to be funny, and have had a gay character from episode one, while still remaining an exciting sci-fi. Cool, dude. Hell yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a long tweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's who's on the... Tumblr. That's on Tumblr. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, who, who's the gay who's character? the gay character? Uh, I, think, I think they're referring to Bordis. I don't. Know. I don't think that counts. Yeah. <laughs> but my uh, my understanding of Mocklins is there's only one uh, gender. Therefore, um, I, I don't understand how you can. For, for all we why know, he's you, bisexual. What? <laughs> why do you guys need uh, Boris to not be gay so bad? Why do you? Why are you so insistent? Because I look up to him. Because I look up to him. Well, and and if you remember, Clark used to be a chick. Yeah. Okay. What are you, what are you saying there? I don't know. <laughs> He's dating a cougar. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of makes me think about like earlier what we were talking about. Like, would would it would Bordis have sex with a female of another species? Hmm. Uh, I hope he and Kelly have sex someday. <laughs> I know we talked about it previously, but the blue alien, the Retepsian. You know, when he's having sex with Kelly and then he, you know, ejaculates out of his head, if, if it's like a reproductive thing, then how <laughs> does that mean that on the on the in the blue in the retepsians? Like, I, I should know this. I know. But um, <laughs> you have yeah, one person who doesn't know the answer to the question that you're asking. I have to, I have to hit the books. I'm sorry. But I, I will answer this. I'll come back with an answer tomorrow about how the retepsians get the female retepsians pregnant. Um, there has <laughs> okay. to be some sort of head link going on. Or okay. some transfer. Well, listeners, listeners, look out for a special episode tomorrow where Kevin answers this question. I might do a five minute just a- ask the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have any answers, give us a call 775 285 6224. And I've actually got a few voicemails, uh, just a couple to talk about. Uh, I, I want to, you know, give everybody a shout out to everybody that calls in. We love these uh, voicemails, we love to hear them. Uh, let's hear the first one here. This is uh, Gary in response to your uh, episode four. Ensign is a military rank. It is not from Star Trek. It is a military naval rank. Also, your show or podcast is two episodes behind the actual television uh, broadcast of the show. Hopefully, you will adjust accordingly so you can keep uh, pace with everyone else. Thank you. Have a good day. 
Awesome. Telephone number is. Hope you enjoy your podcast on a regular basis. Okay, there we go. So, uh, Gary, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, if you call in, you don't need to leave your full name. Uh, you also don't need to leave your uh, phone number. Uh, but we definitely appreciate the call. Uh, it was really good to get that information about ensigns. Uh, that's not a Star Trek thing. It's actually a real-life military thing. Yeah, that's okay. good to know. That's good I've to never, know. Yeah, I have never been in the military, so I did not know that. Thank you, Gary. Yep. Um, yeah. Thank I you have, for your service. and I still didn't. <laughs> Thank you for I, your service, Gary. I would like to say we are only one episode behind, and we've explained at length why that is. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's intentional it's on purpose. It's an intentional choice we've made. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say this earlier, Gregory, in reference to your tweets. What was it? What was the hashtag Monday? Uh, Whiskey Monday. Whiskey Monday. Yeah. So he was he was watching on a Monday, which if the episode's there on Thursday, that is uh, eleven days after. You know, because obviously he would wait a week, and then mm-hmm. so that's eleven days after the Thursday airing that he's watching the episode. So he's right on line with, uh, you know, our take that you need to be eleven days behind to. Yeah. yeah. I think if you're ahead, if you if you're ahead of that eleven day schedule, that's okay. But you know, you can't expect everybody else to be. Well, and even just to uh, drop the irony for just a second, uh, I just want to say, yeah, we are a little behind. Uh, we we talked about maybe doing a double episode where we talked about two episodes in one uh, show, but the reality is there's only 13 episodes in this season. Uh, so I, we, Wait, we, really? Yeah, there's 13 episodes. Um, I... I'd, I didn't want to like uh, try to do two episodes in one in one podcast, uh, so we, we decided to spread it out a little bit. Um, they're taking next week off of the Orville, so I mean, in two weeks' time, we'll be completely caught up. Uh, I want to say thank you for listening, still, Gary. Uh, we really appreciate you. Um, I'm sorry we're a little behind, and to everyone else, like uh, when when we first started doing this podcast, I didn't expect to. I just thought, you know, the, the weirdos that listen to my other podcast, podcasts are wonderful, would be all the people that would listen. Um, it, it's funny that we've gotten some folks that actually like the Orville and stuff like that. Uh, it, it's cool that you're listening. Um, and we just don't want to do spoilers, you know. I'm back to that again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I want to say that I do like Orville. Okay. So <laughs> as much as, you know, you think that I got this irony suit on. Um, you know, like a knight with his big irony suit. <laughs> um, I am. Uh, I do enjoy this. Uh, I do this. Enjoy this uh, show. It is. It has made me laugh genuinely a couple of times. Um, when that leg fell out the ceiling, <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> well, and it's 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 one of those things that like where does it stop? You know, like. Okay, eleven days is too much. So then we change it to ten, and then people complain, and then it's, <laughs> and then we get down to like it's three hours after we're we're getting it out there, and then it's never going to be fast enough. So yeah, everybody wants a Chris Hardwick uh, kind of yeah, talking Orville, mm-hmm. Torville, Gorville. <laughs> Come on. But I mean, if like Netflix or somebody wants to do that, you know, get with us. Maybe we can see what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got another voicemail from another person. Here we go. To Miranda and the uh, other group, 
and the podcast for the official Orville podcast. Uh, the captain's name is not Mr. Orville. It is Ed Mercer. The ship is the Orville. Again, continue on. Okay, I think that was Gary again. <laughs> uh, thank you for calling it. Again, Gary, uh, I, you're mistaken. I, I don't know where... It's a, it's a really interesting theory, but I don't think there's any evidence to support that. Um, I have heard this Ed Mercer name floating around the ship, kind of bouncing off the walls, you know? You only hear echoes of it, but for the main part, we know he is Thorville. Yeah, I, I'm figuring, because we have been hearing that name a lot, I'll admit that, but... And it's an interesting theory, but my theory was that that's the name that Yafit assumes when he pretends to be a human. Oh, okay. That's me, Ed Mercer. Mm. Shake my hand a lot, please. <laughs> I'm a businessman, and I shake hands. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Connery. <laughs> my name is Michael Kane, and I would like the Golden Ori to go to Tim Trees. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Michael Kane, and I believe Kevin O'Brien should get the golden ore. Uh, Man, I think you should give it to Michael Kane. He's been great on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how good Michael's been. He's had a very bad year. And if I lose another Batman... <laughs> From now on, though, I would like it if all voicemailers would uh, greet us as Miranda and the crew, though. (laughs) (laughs) That that is the official uh, (laughs) the official way to greet the official the Orville podcast uh, crew members. Miranda and the whole group. I am honored. I'm honored to be part of the crew. <laughs> we're like a uh, Miranda's a comet, and we're just a comet's tail. We're just a sun diver, you know, going in a comet. I don't asteroid. know what that is. Oh, well, I think Gary will get it. Oh yeah, Gary will definitely get it. Gary's gonna call in and explain it to us next week. <laughs> Gary. Can you tell these bozos what a sun diver is? Jeez. Please. Okay, let me see. One more voicemail. Here we go. Hi, this is Andrew. I'm Mockham Lover 1990 on the forums. Um, I just wanted to say that in episode three, uh, when Kelly uh, is talking, she gives the, the song quote from Survivor. That's a 400-year-old song to them. So, uh, I don't know. Nobody mentioned that. That was kind of weird that she... Quoted that, that old song. Uh, nobody picked up on that. Anyway, that was the only thing I wanted to mention. So, uh, all right. Love you. Bye. Uh, love you too, oh. Andrew. Oh, and thanks, uh, Andrew. let's. Yeah, love you, Andrew. Let's use this as an example of. Where, where's this guy from? <laughs> it sounded like he's a... Michael Caine's brother. Yeah, <laughs> he's just doing a Michael Caine impression. <laughs> I don't think that's a real accent. I think it's. This is an example of. A great way to waste our time is with a message like that. <laughs> he acknowledges, I don't have anything to say, just saying that. We get it. People want to, you know, you want to get your voice on the show. Yeah, um, he wants us to hear, wants us to say his name. Bordis so- Lover 1990. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. 
<laughs> fuck off, baby. <laughs> Seriously, dude. If, I mean, if you're the type of fan we're cultivating, like, I quit. Seriously. <laughs> and, and, uh, I mean, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> what was he just, okay, what was he just talking about? Sorry. <laughs> oh, he was trying to, he was, like, mad because we didn't say that the okay. song is old. If we pointed out every, 400 year old dated reference on the orbit that would be the whole show excuse and it would be me. six um, hours ex- long oh, oh dear excuse me um i i just forgot to mention uh actually uh seinfeld was 400 years old and, and uh, you, you you neglected to, to mention this and um, i'm just uh love you bye <laughs> and i just can I, all right this is what I, I this guy is clearly from england right well, we got about a 400-year-old song that we like to sing, and it's called the National Anthem, <laughs> the Star-Spangled Banner, and it's about kind of kicking your ass out of our freaking country. I think he's mad there aren't any British people on the show. Did we already say that? Sorry, no, sorry, nothing in nothing in England is over 400 years old. <laughs> I know history because we kicked your butt. <laughs> Yeah, but, he must have forgotten how we uh, threw their tea in the ocean and then kicked their panties back across it. Mm-hmm. Idiot. <laughs> but thank you so much for calling, Andrew. Seriously, we really thank appreciate you. it. <laughs> All our other British listeners out there, that didn't apply to you, and you're our greatest ally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you want a chance us making fun of you and bringing up your country's greatest uh, defeat. Uh, <laughs> give us a call. Our number is uh, 775-285-6224. That is uh, Splat Job AI on your phone. Um, yeah, that was all the voicemails. I think the only thing left is to give out the Golden Ori. Uh, this has been a tough app to do because everyone has been on top form. Uh, of course, this is Miranda's show we discovered. <laughs> Uh, so it's very tempting been, to give her the golden ori. Yes. You've been hosting so well. You've been hosting so well this episode. Yeah, Greg, yeah. Don't you think it's your turn for the golden ori? Well, I'm not allowed to. That's what we. Uh, Wait, uh, there's someone. Someone just just finally got here. I invited him, and he's here to I I think suggest a golden ori <laughs> recipient. Okay. Oh my God! It's me, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> What's the deal with giving the golden ore to anyone but Tim? <laughs> Gotta go. Record yeah. cars and coffee. Ah. There's been a lot of celebrity endorsements for Tim, so that's really tempting. Uh, we missed Kevin so much last week, so that's tempting. Uh, I I still feel a little bad for not giving Danny Cannon a, the real golden ore <laughs> last week, so I'm almost even thinking about giving it to him. I don't think he's eligible. I think according to the bylaws, he's he can't receive the golden ori. Oh, okay. Well, we have all of Gary's information if we need to send him the golden ori. Right. Well, that was my thought. I think I got to give it to Gary. He gave us so much good information this episode. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to give the golden ori to our voicemail friend wow. Gary. Wow, this is a first, Gary. Oh. This is, wow. And I'm happy for you. Yeah, I'm disappointed, but... I get it. I get it. I you really couldn't give it to anywhere else. Well, Miranda, true. You can't be mad at that. You can, you can yeah. be jealous, but you can't hate. You know, when you see yeah. talent like that, we got beat. Yeah. So that's our rep this week, and 
you know, it's time to hear that song again. Here we go. Alex Arbor, play us out. God damn, maybe it's those eyes. And God damn, God damn, maybe it's those eyes that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride. I'll say whatever you need me to say Tell you all about taking your breath away You can't beat it up like I beat it up Girl, you know it's true, you can never have enough We fight, we scream, you swing for the fence I'll just fuck you till you come to your senses And we'll go back to him instead Yeah, Back to him instead Back to him instead God damn Maybe it's those eyes And god damn God damn Maybe it's those thighs That kill me from time to time I'm the only one That sends shivers Up your spine Oh I know how you like it And I know that you like to ride it Designer drugs Designer drugs All up in her nose Designer Designer drugs, all up in her nose. Designer drugs, designer drugs, all up in her nose. Designer drugs, designer drugs, all up in her nose. Pretty face, black lace, makeup on my pillowcase. She left so quickly, she thought she didn't leave a trace. Pretty face, black lace, makeup on my pillowcase she left so quickly she thought she didn't leave a trace god damn maybe it's those eyes and god damn god damn maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time i'm the only one that sent shivers up your spine oh i know how you like it and i know that you like to ride it